What is a professional coach? There's a lot of debate about what coaching in the agile space should be. Many people think coaches should be more facilitators, that they should never really guide the teams, that they just need to help the teams figure it out. The question is, how proactive does a coach need to be? I define a professional coach as someone who guides the team, doesn't tell them what to do, but makes it so the team is able to see what would be helpful to them. This makes them an effective coach. People on the team are typically focused on getting work done. They're not actually stopping and looking to see how they can improve things as much as they should. This is actually an important distinction between the coach's role and the people doing the work. The coach's role is to be paying attention to how to improve things. Team members should be doing that as well, but they also have the kind of overdriving uh, tendency to look at their work. So this dynamic of people doing the work and someone watching how they do the work so they can help them is important. Now, being an effective coach requires several things, but at least these six. First of all, you need to understand what success means, both for the team and the organization the team is in. You have to have a deep understanding of the area in which you are coaching. Now, this means not so much technically, although that's useful, but more how does work progress? How do you need to be doing product development or support or whatever it is? Uh, you don't necessarily need to be a programmer. Uh, in the same way, sporting coaches don't need to know how to play all the roles uh, of, of the teams they're coaching, but they need to understand what it means to be effective and how, uh, how people need to work together. They can trust the people who are doing the work about any technical specifics, but they shouldn't be attending to that they're done. A second thing, or rather a third thing you need to do is being able to convey necessary concepts and what they mean to different roles. This can do with artifacts. This can do with what it delays, uh, how do delays cause problems? Uh, in other words, what are the concepts for working effectively? How do you convey them to the people on the team and the people interacting with the team? You need to understand how people learn. If you don't know that, you won't be able to convey these concepts in an effective way because the team members also need to create a model for themselves about how they're working and learning and improving. It's not that easy just throwing out new ideas. There has to be a model and kind of a foundation within which to build it to be effective. You need to have tools to help people work together. People are busy. And now in today's world, they're often not even together. Uh, maybe they really haven't been for 10 years. We've had global uh, uh, global teams, uh, although it's good that people are together. It's, it's okay if they're in the same time zone nowadays. We have teams scattered across the globe. Tools such as Miro, uh, which is a virtual collaboration board, can be incredibly helpful here. And coaches should know how to use them to, to make things uh, so teams can work together, both when they're at the same time, or even what I call a synchronous learning, where asynchronous means they're working at different times, but in a sense, they're learning together because they use the board to hold the concepts they've had. Also, of course, you need to have the appropriate personal character. Um, Ampular development isn't going to discuss that much. But it's kind of clear what that is. You know, you need to have patience. You need to know how to listen. Uh, these are great skills. They take a lot of time to develop, and it's really up to the person who's being a coach to have them. I'm actually going to focus on the top five in, in the Amplow Development book and in the Amplow Development workshop. And the reason for that is not because I think this last one isn't important. It definitely is. But the first five can be done and taught in a matter of days or weeks, whereas the last one is kind of a year after year commitment of continuously improving. So we focus on where we can get the best value for the time and uh, the kind of dollars spent to be candid.
Okay, now there's also a fair debate about coaching versus mentoring versus consulting versus training, as if they're kind of all different or you do them at different times. And I suggest that that's not really the case, that they are different, but they all overlap with each other. They're kind of just different. How many people are you talking to? Are you trying to solve a particular problem? Um, is it is it the person has asked you to help them or are you just doing general education? Uh, coaches really need to know how to do some training and how to do some consulting and how to do mentoring. In other words, you might be working with the team, but there are times you'll need to do the one-on-one -on -one mentoring required, or there might be a concept you need to convey and then it might be training, or you might need to help figure out, well, are we going to change directions here? We need to pivot or something. And then you might do consulting. So a professional coach is also part mentor, part consultant, and part trainer. Hope you found this valuable. Thanks.